hello, and welcome to Season 6, Episode 19 of the OdaFest Podcast. That's a lot of numbers. I'm Jay, and I'm here with Angelo and Nancy. Hi, I'm Angelo Nancy. Huh. And we have our special guest, Just Nancy. Oh, cool. Hi. What does Just Nancy do? Introduce Just stuff, yourself. I guess. I hear that Just Nancy lives a lie. Ooh. Does that make me sus? I don't because know, but us. it makes me a liar because I'm Angelo. And I'm Jay. <laughs> but speaking Nancy's of being sus, mm-hmm. I still haven't played Among Us. Wait, Are you but ever going to play at this point? But it won a ton of awards. Oh, my. It won two awards. It won two whole awards. That's that's a ton. That's, to me, that's, that's a ton. That's more awards than As someone who's never won, won an award. That is two more game awards than I've ever won. Exactly. That's only because they don't have a titty category. <laughs> <laughs> what? Otherwise, maybe man, by the that's time why I Angelo finish something, that'll be relevant. Therefore, Angelo would have a fighting chance if that category ever existed. I also have a thing, but um, we're gonna get into a lot of things today. Uh, a lot of stuff just happened in the past week that are very nerd related. Um, so we're gonna be happy to discuss all of them with you. Uh, we've got the video game awards. We're gonna plow through uh, a bunch of categories, not all of them, just like things that things and thoughts. Uh, we also have the Disney news stuff that came on the same day, which was a huge dump of uh, info for upcoming Disney projects. And again, we're not going to touch on all of them because it's insane how much there was. And lastly, we might talk about some new indie game stuff, uh, like some new little thing called Cyberpunk came out, but it got a Small lot of hype. Company. So uh, yeah, we'll Just kind of fit on all those things. Little insignificant thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we jump right into it? I think we should jump right into it. Let's do it. All right. So how about that The Last of Us Part 2? It do a goo, apparently. How many? Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six awards. Yeah. Damn. Uh, technically, like, I, I think I agree it, with the performance one. There's a chance that it, it, it won one more, but I probably just didn't put into it. Oh, yeah, it did win one more. Really? Uh, which was like... Well, I... I Sorry, for people who aren't watching, obviously, um, but we have, like, a reference document, and the reference document, I only put, like, stuff that, no offense, not every category is amazing or interesting, so not every category we've listed in here, but Last of Us won probably one or two more awards, one of them, which was, like, a accessibility award, essentially, like, how... Oh, cool! Which is, like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong, not taking that away from people should be able to play games everyone should have a chance of playing games and it means it making it more accessible but it's not exactly a major category even though it is a category and it's not the only one that we skip over in this segment so you know sue me um but like a lot of the stuff that we go for here are like who won the genre and who won sort of the big storyline related ones and things like that but yeah last of us part two won a hell of uh, a lot of awards uh, including action, best action adventure game, which traditionally leads to winning the best game of the year. Um, hmm. It's just it's a typical thing that happens, um, just because that genre is so it's so. Did immersive. either of you guys play it? I don't. I've never played Last of Us. Uh, I've heard a lot of good Same. things. I was actually surprised that it won as much as it did. Uh, not criticizing it because I didn't play it, but because I remember when it came out. It was polarizing. Um, some people oh. really didn't like it, from what I heard. Um, 
I don't know exactly the elements. I think it was like story based, especially near the end or something like that. Um, and then I was more surprised that Ghost of Tsushima only won the one award, which was for art direction, even though it was heavily in the same categories for winning uh, as, as Last of Us Part Two, including things like game direction, uh, uh, action adventure and stuff like that and game of the year of, mm-hmm. as well. But they... Um, Ghost of Tsushima, I, I heard... Like, the thing, the main thing that, again, made me sort of surprised I didn't win more is just because across the board, I heard that Ghost of Tsushima was very, very, very good. And that The Last of Us yes, that's what I heard was too. also very, very, very good. But, again, it, it was sort of polarizing. There were some negative, like, very negative takes from Last of Us where I didn't really hear many negative takes from Ghost of Tsushima, especially after they released, I believe, like, a big co-op multiplayer patch for free and that made it even more fun for people so i'm surprised but i don't i don't have enough information like congratulations to last of us congratulations to all the winners in general uh it's it's all like it was such a video game heavy year and i don't mean like releases i mean like because of pandemic people that normally probably didn't play as many games or they found that they didn't have as much time for games in a regular year they probably went like dove back in you know so this was like a i'm big not one. gonna lie i've only played two games on the list of all the game winners that's okay i mean okay that's all right no one no one I no one's here played half-life alex and among us uh you didn't I play final fantasy 7 think... remake with dio i watched dio play i it. mean that's that almost counts <laughs> that's fine that almost counts. I mean, like when when Sean and I play games, we we sort of do like the pass the remote controller back and forth type thing. Right. But sometimes it ends up being a game that I enjoy watching more than like actually handling. So I'm happy to just sit back and just let Sean play like ninety percent of the game. That happened with like you know thirteen and a bunch of other ones. But um, that's not necessarily a bad way to approach it, honestly. Mm. And at least you got to experience the video game. Yeah. And I mean, I also just watch a lot of let's play type videos. So I just, you know, even if I haven't played them, I feel like I have experienced them. Even if the player mm-hmm. doesn't make the choices I would make necessarily, like it's still like a narrative that you're experiencing. Um, yep, exactly. So is No Man's Sky actually good yet? Uh, Apparently it's pretty good. From what I've been told, it still doesn't hold up to the promises it made when it launched. Seriously, no. it still, hasn't, it, it still I have a, hasn't delivered on its I promises. Have a, no, from like six you guys years are ago. pinning it on No Man's Sky, who are making those promises. Even when it first released, it was not Hello Games making those promises. So do not pin those ideas that it was their fault. It was their distributor. I'm just still salty. I'm that, not assigning uh, blame here. I, I'm still a little bit salty that when asked directly a lot of these questions the game's primary director and developer basically didn't answer the questions and in so kind of suggested uh, a direction for the game. No, you just said it yourself that they did not answer the questions in a a proper manner. So it's more like you, if you want to imply the answers, that's on you. I think that the most damning situation, the most damning interview question, and again, this was like from six years ago, was uh, the the interviewer being like, well, so it, there's going to be an online aspect to it. 
can me and a friend go and find each other on, on the same planet? And uh, what, what was his name? Is it Sean Murray? I don't know. The, the guy was like, well, it would be very unlikely for two people yep. to find each other in the same galaxy, in the same planet, mm-hmm. in the same plot of land. And the the interviewer was like, yeah, but but is it possible? Can we can me and my friend like kind of find each other and play together? And then the guy just didn't answer and just like looked into the camera. Yeah, huh. he didn't say no. You can't yeah, find because each he other. would be repeating That's himself. He planning. answered it the first time, and I remember that interview. And I remember people like a, a week or so after the game released. I remember people like, "Why can't I find each other?" And then someone did find each other, and they were like, "This is difficult." Which is exactly what the de- developer no, no, was no. saying. No, they found what each other on the exact was... same planet. They were looking at the exact same thing from the exact same location. No, we're not and talking they weren't about able the... to see each other. We're not talking about the same. Yes. we're not talking about the same interaction or the same report. No, we are. No, we're not. Because the reality was on launch, there absolutely was no multiplayer. The online interaction was just for. No, I'm saying we're planets. talking about different articles. Yeah, like. The... That's the thing. There was literally no multiplayer whatsoever. It literally did not exist in the game. Sure. But every single day up I mean, to release, whenever they were asked, is there going to be multiplayer? The developers said there is going to be online interaction. Right. Also, it will be nearly impossible for you to find someone else. Yeah. They never but just said. But that doesn't say that no, it's there's not completely gonna be impossible. They didn't say, sorry, that's not within our scope. Maybe No Man's Sky 2 will do that. I mean... They could have done that. Like, they never, I'm still they never salty. Made that, they never made that promise that... Multiplayer. Lying through omission is still lying. But it's also... Like, it's not lying through omission. You re- Like, people read what they wanted to read. Like, there's no better way yeah. to... Like, there's no... Because whatever... So I played it... I played it very briefly as a demo. And I did not get into it very deeply um when it did launch i haven't played it since because it's like it's not really my type of game in the first place uh and so super far back it's basically just minecraft mixed with spore right no so it has nothing to do with spore i don't know where you get yeah it's got like the the procedurally generated like creatures on all the planets like you don't create yeah but you don't create them and it's not about their survival so why is it about procedurally uh then we can call every They're procedurally generated game like Spore. Minecraft is Spore, then. No, it's not. What? Only the terrain is procedurally generated. So what is, All the mobs are... Yeah, but what does are... it matter that the mobs are? I don't understand... Because that's like Spore. No. Because... The... Yes. What? No. <laughs> the gameplay is not... In... Is entirely... Did you even play? Honestly, I'm salty about Did Spore you for play? the exact same reasons <laughs> I'm salty about... Talk about... about talk no about... Sky. Talk about lying through occlusion. I asked you a direct question. <laughs> no. Then shut I've up. I've never about played Spore because God. they lied about it the exact same way. Whatever. If you haven't played in that scenario and you want to think that it's like Spore, then I'm like, I have nothing else to tell you about it other than I have played. It's not the game you think it is, clearly. But anyways, so No Man's Sky won for ongoing, uh, like an ongoing production. Like they keep on patching it. Uh, I think games like GTA Five and like uh, some other stuff have been in that category before. It's a pretty interesting category because it gives a chance for redemption. Uh, so maybe people who haven't played when it first released could play it now and get a better I experience don't play out video of it. Games. So I, I already said I only played two games on the entire list. Uh, but uh, 
Let's talk about a game that let's you actually see, have see. played that. Among Us? It's pretty good. Not bad. They're really cute. That yeah, dev team, good. I feel really... Like, I, 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 Three people in a cell feels. phone made a very good game. Yeah. No, there was four people in that room because there was uh, Jeff, <laughs> the host, whose mask was on top of an Among Us plushie in the background. <laughs> there were four people. That's in wonderful. But yeah, I mean, Among Us is sort of like a... I don't even... I, I, it's like the most indie of indie projects and it's kind of nice to see it really succeed and get that recognition uh obviously it's fueled a lot of people playing uh uh together online while we couldn't meet up in person so super cool you you, you know what i think the least surprising award is which one uh, final fantasy 7 for best score in music well, I want. I don't because remember who else was in that category, but I don't even remember. But they basically won that. Final Fantasy VII basically has won nothing but awards for the last twenty years. They've had twenty years of iteration, and they're like, "Yeah, you know sure. what? Let's just make the exact same music, re-record it I'm better, s- and we've got this award again." Here's the thing: I'm sort of in the boat where we. I think for video game awards, there needs to be a remake category that has all the same stuff. So like honestly, because yes. I, I it's nothing I have against Final Fantasy seven remake. I have nothing against like Square Enix. I just think that it's it's kind of bullshit that you're re-entered into these categories um, when there are legitimately new games that like the pro- the argument I have here with Final Fantasy seven uh, winning anything, which they won uh, best score in music and best RPG is that there are games that were released over the past year that really did deserve to win it as a new game and they'll never have a chance to do it because they got beaten out by a part one of a remake. And those two sort of sections alone really kind of tick me off. First of all, it's a remake. It's a known quantity. We already know it's supposed to be good. Number two, it's part one of a remake. If they change anything, it might turn out as the as a series as a whole might be crappy in the end somehow so therefore why the hell is it winning anything in these categories which are for like like in my opinion new games does that make sense honestly like i'm with you here i feel like maybe if there was a remake category because i feel like final fantasy 7 uh even the remake i can't agree that it is not the final fantasy 7 that launched 20 years ago uh, it is not the game that it was, and I would actually argue that yeah, it's actually probably a better game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they've expanded on the characters. The graphics are clearly better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some people would argue about that, but the graphics are better. The gameplay, I would argue, is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I've only watched. I haven't actually played it. Uh, I feel like it is a new game. But it is still a remake. And especially the, the score and music, it is the exact same score and music. It's just, it's re-recorded right. using Rearranged. Like an actual like orchestra yeah. instead of like a MIDI controller. Sure. And like, like uh, it is it is the same thing from 20 years ago, yeah. but with new technology applied. And I feel like it, it's kind of cheating to be entered. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little well, I, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I agree that a... A remake category would be much, much better because then you wouldn't have this game competing with, you know, brand new entries, yeah. 
IP, like brand new, like world story characters, etc. Um, I would say that from a music standpoint, reorchestrating and rearranging is actually a lot of work, but you're right. I mean, the original melodies have been written. Rearranging and reorchestrating for an orchestra, which is what most of that, most of the, the soundtrack mm-hmm. was done with, that's that is work. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and yes, some creativity does come out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's I I do think it's existed. not quite fair right. to compare it against like brand new exactly. properties. Exactly. Like the the biggest thing that for Final Fantasy specifically is that there's also a nostalgia part. And whether oh, yeah. you want to like oh we like these people have never played the game. They've never like they 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 analyze the music from like you know purely uh you know a, a new standpoint and like that's i don't care like that's like that even if that was actually true which it's probably not like it 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 has to like like for most people the audience nostalgia will factor in right and i mean like think if if i tell you the song one winged angel i know both of you now have that song playing in your head no it's I've also been orchestrated the same way for 15 years. Exactly. I can't ever since... tell you what version. Maybe it was the Final Set Fantasy VII remake yep. version. Maybe it was the Advent Children version. Maybe, Maybe it was the Kingdom the Hearts version. Yeah, but They're but you good. have but now you have it, and and it's it's not to say that innovation doesn't belong, but like I don't know. There's the, it, it just doesn't hit quite right because especially there's so many remake remake games on the horizon in general like we are we we have entered a part of like like we've entered a sort of era of production where remakes are constantly going to be part of the conversation as great games because they are oh like the resident evil remakes yeah or or uh i think they're fantastic I think yakuza's getting remakes oh okay yeah they? and i love and the yakuza series is great but anyway like it's just like Mass Effect is supposed to be getting some tweaks and stuff when they re-release it. Like, are they re-releasing? You know, I thought they were making a happen. new one. I don't know. They are making a new one, but they're also re-releasing the entire original trilogy with oh, some tweaks. Oh, that's like yeah. a uh, 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 re-release collection. Not exactly a remake. No, right. but they right. are they are tweaking some things, right? Like right. it's still, I would still say that that still counts yeah. because you're still porting it forward to a platform it didn't originally belong on, right. like. Even FF10, when they remade that, it was like, oh yeah, these uh, these texture upgrades are really mm-hmm. nice. Like they didn't tweak a whole lot. They upgraded the soundtrack a bit, and they they put like HD textures yeah. in it. And, and it's still nice. I will say that, like, I'm 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 a little bit saltier about the the score, like them winning for score. I don't mind that they won for RPG as much because I know the game is markedly different. The gameplay is markedly different. The approach is, is much updated. It's not just slapping better textures on and then being like, "Hey, come play this." Um, there, there's you know, but like in the future when we get even more remakes, uh, undoubtedly, and they're going to be all sort of like that. I the, the category needs to be added for a remake level of category where there's like still the same thing, like best music for a remake, best. Uh, art direction for a remake, best story for a remake, all that kind of stuff, you know? In my... Yeah, that's it, fair. Like, that's the only thing that sort of makes sense for future. Um, otherwise, uh, only one Nintendo game really won this year for, for a category. 
which is sort Animal of a, Crossing! Yeah, uh, for family games, which is not really a category I think about, to be totally honest, but it's good that they won. Uh, I think it was super hyped. I think they sold like 100 million copies in the first like few weeks. So. They had the most amazing timing with that. Mm-hmm. They made hella dosh on that release. <laughs> and uh, ever since it got released, Switches have been out of stock everywhere. Pretty much. Because Nintendo doesn't know how to make consoles. This they sh- they make it. They know how to make consoles, and they know how to make money. No, no, no. They know how to design a console. They know how to make like two consoles, but they they need to make enough consoles for the people who want to buy one to get them. But they are still selling out three years after release, and whether that's you know planned or not, that's still something you can't say about pretty much most other products. And especially, I mean, how, let, they could probably sell twice as many switches as they have. Maybe if they were on maybe, store shelves, but we don't know that for sure. Yeah, Angelo, are you surprised at all that Half Life Alex won for VR? I mean, what 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 competition did Star it have? Wars is probably the best competition it has. Uh, there was a Star Wars VR game. Yeah, Star Wars Squadrons. Question which mark? Which is a game I play. Which is a pretty good game. I don't play it on VR. It's not. This is the first that I've heard. Yeah, about I, know, it. I know. I can tell. And the fact that you don't play it on VR is probably why it didn't. Because you don't VR. have to play it for VR. Yeah. But there's probably a larger user base for it than Half Life Alex ever had. The only thing that I would potentially argue could even compete with Half Life Alex for VR is like three days ago, uh, Space Channel Five VR got released. And I have no idea if it's even good. I just know it exists. Hmm. But the thing is, like, this game was guaranteed to get this award if only because, like, it is only a VR game. You have to play it in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot play it under any other circumstances, realistically. It's a fucking Half-Life game. It is the first Valve game in, like, a fucking decade that's an actual Valve mm-hmm. game. Uh, it is legitimately good. Like, if you compared it to a mouse and keyboard FPS, you'd be like, wow, this is so slow. Uh, it fucking, it, it's like, what what's going on? It's not really that engaged. But through the guise of a VR headset, like, it immerses you so strongly that if it were fast-paced, it would be even more exhausting than it actually is. Like, I played that game in two-hour chunks because uh, I was getting so nervous at, at, at what it was throwing at me it really gets you immersed <laughs> and i mean uh, that i would say that that's the whole purpose that's the whole point that that is the purpose and i would it had one job and it did it expertly yeah i would say that in the category for vr it was like i th- i assume it's an indie game called dreams there was marvel's iron man vr and there was a walking dead game and then the other one was Star Wars Squadrons. Between all of those against Half-Life, Half-Life, like, I expected Half-Life to win. Star Wars was, like, the outside uh, because it really is a very good game. But it is not specifically for VR. Um, and, unfortunately, because of that, like, uh, there were some problems at launch with the VR system in general. I'm sure the other games were fun and immersive and everything as well, but... I think it still speaks to the idea that like that that category is weak as hell overall. It and is. It's not. It's not even funny. 
like because of the costs that most people actually have to pay into to get into VR. That's it's not like honestly at, the costs the, are why times. it's such a weak category. Uh, I guess, but I don't know, man. We have seen this time and time again. When you need an extremely expensive piece of hardware just to, justify, just to play yeah. one extra category of mm-hmm. games, that category is going to suffer. And I'm not only talking about VR. I'm talking about the Kinect and the Kinect for Xbox One. And uh, the Sony Move. People thought, oh my god, this is going to be game-changing. Right. And from a technical perspective, the Kinect was a very interesting piece of hardware. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. It has some of the best body tracking that even in VR people are tracking down Xbox Xbox One yes. Connects so that they can jerry-rig their own full yeah, body I've, tracking. I've, That's I've heard how that ahead of their time. I've it heard is. that the Connect um, camera rig is essentially like a very well sought after piece of hardware just because like people who w- know what they can do with it. They're, like it, it's a good camera it's a great computing it system is. behind it so it's like i don't know like like it's at the end of the day but, like but vr when it where launched, is vr at at this point really? it was a 180 eighty dollar accessory to a 400 hundred dollar console right. and that's why connect was dead on and arrival to, and and you always because have to remember you gotta buy games after to the that. console cost for shitty yeah, you games. gotta buy games after that and those games are not like really the nintendo used. power glove 30 years ago suffered the same issue yeah, but but it the, but it lost out. But like that wasn't like a. T- but that's thing. like that's a lack of. The tech. PlayStation Move had the same issue. It is a huge expense for not that much reward. And honestly, move. until is VR the, is the move of comes VR down to like. No, it was like it that's was like calling the Wii VR remotes for the PlayStation. That's like calling a Wii VR. That's not. That's not I'm true. talking about expensive accessories in general, not just VR. Okay. We have seen this. Time and time again, for the last 30, maybe even 40 years, At expensive least... accessories just screw yeah. your software base. Yeah. At least when the, uh, what was it? It was the, what came after the N64? The GameCube? GameCube. GameCube. So... The GameCube, at least when it had accessories for hooking up for hooking up to the the GBAs for some games, at least the GBA has value on its own. Like you can, it's it's a device right. separate. You can play games on it. You can play it without the GameCube. All was good, but there were some games that were very punishing if you didn't have the GBA and the hookup cable. To, did you guys to ever play it. multiplayer Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? No. I did. Yes, that I had to was borrow. One of the- Best, all of that equipment. One of the best multiplayer console experiences ever. It was it was ever. a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. They really thought about how to integrate the GBA. You needed $300 of accessories for every single person who wanted to play. Yeah, it was stupid. I had to borrow it from a friend, like pieces from different friends so that I could play single player. And then a whole bunch of us could get together mm-hmm. And play multiplayer, but it was it was stupid. Like I didn't have was that kind of money it? growing up. It was a great experience. I wouldn't have All bought right. it for myself, but it was great. Let's be real. The idea was that everybody had their own Game Boy Advance that you could all bring to your friend's house, and hopefully you could have your Game Boy to to GameCube hookup right. cable that you could bring to your friend's house. But the cable was fifty dollars on mm-hmm. its own. And then the Game Boy Advances were anywhere from, like, depending on when you bought them, $150 to $250. Uh, 
but it was a legitimately fantastic multiplayer experience. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles 4-player is still one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. I don't think any of the following Crystal Chronicles that came after that were quite as good. I, well, I, I have no they, experience. They, they honestly this, weren't. So. And the reason is because Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles in single player was so horrible that it kind of killed itself. And, and the multiplayer, despite how good it was, had such a high barrier to entry that not that many mm-hmm. people actually played it. Uh, getting back into like the multiplayer talk, though, um, I know we already touched upon it a little bit, but Among Us is a little insane, I think, in the category that it beat out in, which is best multiplayer. The I'm I think it it dominated for both of its uh, no, categories. but I mean like look at the, but I look at the category like for best multiplayer and the other finalists were Animal Crossing, which I don't, like, it's obviously a multiplayer game, but it's I don't think of it as, like, a major multiplayer game, if that's sort of weird. Like, a lot of it has to do with, like, expanding on your own experience versus and then inviting someone into it. Uh, another game was Call of Duty Warzone, which, uh, even though I haven't played, I know it's huge. Uh, the other one was Fall Guys, just another small baby game. Uh, and then uh, the last one is Valorant. So Among Us beat out those other four for best multiplayer, which is, you know what, the only insane. other one who I feel like it could deserve it in the category would be Valorant. You think it's Valorant? Because I think well, it's I thing. think it's Fall Guys. Uh, or or Call Animal of Duty. Crossing is primarily a single player game. You can play multiplayer, but single player is the for, is the the focus. Uh, the Fall Guys, there's very little multiplayer interaction. Like the rest of the players in the game, even if right. they're in your own, you're never party, really playing. It's they, they they feel less like they're a player that you're playing against, right? And more like they're just a map feature. They're just the flow of of action. Right. It doesn't really feel like multiplayer. It feels like they're just like water flowing through mm-hmm. a pipe. Honestly, uh, maybe Call of Duty Warzone. I I don't know anything about that Call of Duty. It's just Call of Duty. Uh, but Valorant is something that I've actually played, so I can speak about it. And you know what? Maybe Call of Duty has the exact same thing going for it that Valorant I does. I mean... Where it is like a team-based multiplayer game where you are one team against another team, so you have to work together, but you also have to fight other people. Like it's Every single part of the design of that game, and as well as Among Us, is around the multiplayer experience. There's no single player in either of those games. It is purely a multiplayer game and has to survive on those merits. I think the biggest thing for Among Us isn't necessarily just where it came from, but the fact that it's fairly modular in the experience. Like, you know, we play hide and seek every now and then as opposed to regular Among Us. I know there's a cops and robbers mode that people like to enjoy. And just that alone, like, it it doesn't have to be about, like, sort of the... It doesn't have to be you win, I yeah. lose, or I win, it's, you it's lose. Just... It can actually just be having fun Exactly, with whereas like the other ones are all very like, you have to compete. Except for, again, Animal Crossing. But Animal Crossing, again, has a big single-player portion of it. So it's not as big of a, as big of a thing. But I don't know. Another, uh, I didn't put it on the, on the reference sheet, but um, the best debut game was also an indie game. Which was Phasmophobia, which I haven't played yet, but I've watched Dio play it a bunch. It's too spoopy for Phasmo, me. Phasmo, Phasmo is like a, I think a two or three person team that made it. Uh oh wow. So okay. like that's 
pretty friggin' huge. But it also speaks to, like, I've seen a lot of Phasmo. I know that it's not the most polished game, but again, people tend to have, seem to have fun with it. Uh, like, a lot of fun with it. It really speaks to the ability and quality of, like, literally people coming from nothing and just implementing their own artistic design and vision for a game. And like, like among us is proof of that, uh, uh, super giant games, which is a bigger, a slightly bigger studio nowadays, but they were the ones that have made bastion and, uh, uh, crap, uh, transistor are, are the ones who made Hades and Hades won best indie. And that's a, like, I've seen a lot of Hades. It honestly looks a lot of fun. Uh, I just haven't got into it yet because there's too many goddamn games. So yeah, that's that's most of the major categories that I think we care to cover. But aside from the remake thing, uh, a lot of like like everyone deserves to be where they are. I think there's not really a lot of controversy in any of the choices. Yeah, I honestly have no real argument other than Final Fantasy for best music because well, we already talked about yeah. that. And. In- like, even though I railed against No Man's Sky so much, I have no real issue with them winning an award. I just like to rail against No Man's Sky. <laughs> I don't actually... Just, I wonder... I can't remember who... The, I'm going to have to look it up real quick. I want to see who else was in the ongoing category. It was Apex, Destiny 2, Warzone, and Fortnite against No Man's Sky. That one could be, I guess, debatable. Because, like, ongoing isn't necessarily just, like, it's a redemption thing. It's, like... They just keep on pushing out new content. But then you could probably argue that GTA 5 could be in that category yearly because they keep on putting, like, they all the DLC that they've had since they released it seven years ago has been free and available to everybody to play. And it has a huge install base. But maybe it just kind of, like, No Man's Sky is probably, a, if you compare it from where it was to where it is now, like, they could have just given up on that project. So I guess it deserves. The kudos. So, so how about that Disney thing? How about oh, that Disney gosh. thing? My God. So, so I missed it news. because I was streaming that night, but apparently Disney announced a crap, like a metric yes. ton of things. I didn't and hear I, about this until Jay mentioned it. I don't even really know if I want most of these things. I absolutely, you know what? I, I'm indifferent to most of it, and there's a few things that I'm just like, yeah, I, I, so again, the stuff that we're going to talk about, some of it's going to be like the point and stuff. Some of it's like, why is this back? Um, some of it just well, sort of makes speaking sense. Speaking of remakes. Yeah. If you want to lead us. Right. <laughs> well, uh, they're doing a Little Mermaid live action movie. Which has been announced for uh, they're a doing while. A... It's been announced for a while. Yeah. I think I remember this happening like four years ago. Mm, I think um, like two, about two years. Maybe, like, I swear I, is, I have, like, a very vivid true. memory of myself in a specific location finding out about this. But, you know, it, it was a long time ago that Everything they announced it. So, <laughs> yeah, 2020's been part of me, Part of me just wants to be like, why? Why are they remaking this beloved movie as a live-action movie? Because, because it's, I mean, ma- they, it's IP they maintenance. Could... That's why. They we could about update it, it with, like, some more modern mindsets they could i don't know if they will they they the could is, also butcher it i don't know these remakes even though a lot of people say that they're butchering them are still making money of the they aladdin are. movie made money the lion king movie that was just like no i was avoiding it it made money 
Uh, what other was the the recent Mulan live action? Probably made, made money. Yeah, Mulan. The Mulan. Again, didn't that a lot make of money, these, even though it was universal, a lot of these are just IP management. They they're renewing. The, it seems like it, yeah. It. But, but like they're making the a Chip like, and Dale movie. movie. Chip and Dale is weird. They're, like I I. Chip and Dale. Don't get me wrong. I know they were big in like the the nineties or whatever. I just the nineties. I love something Chip else Dale. that was big in the nineties. I 90s. grew up watching them. Actually, you know what? If it's if it's a completely new story, if it's a completely new movie. I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. But you know what? It's allowed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing as Garfield, right? Like, they, they have, like, a movie for Garfield in this season and that season. And, like, every now and again, someone will release a That's film. Terrifying. Or, yeah, or, like, uh, I don't know. Didn't the, they... the biggest thing is, like, a, another Fantastic Four movie. Haven't they learned their With lesson? With the other three? Yeah, this is. I think this is so literally is this the fourth another... attempt. Is this a remake? Remake? Are they doing the origin story I think again, they, or what? It's new cast. I'm pretty sure. I, uh, if they make another fucking origin story and it bombs again, it's just, it's literally like, uh, have you learned nothing? Maybe the origin story that Fantastic Four just sucks. <laughs> Maybe you should just like have the Fantastic Four beating Doctor Doom, like just skip to mo- mo- the most popular arc they have. I don't fucking care. The most interesting story that they have and just let people figure out who the fuck these characters are midway through mm. the movie. Maybe it'll do okay. That would be pretty good like storytelling if they could pull right. that off. Uh the one the um, one that really stands like out is the night is the another 90s reboot, Mighty Ducks. There's going to be a series of that. Oh my. I don't goodness. understand why. They're... I love hockey. I love uh, Mighty Ducks love already Mighty had Ducks. a TV series. I don't um, understand. Yeah, me no, me no, me no wanty. I don't like you. Uh, they're doing so. There's, there's gonna be a Rogue Squadron movie, which I am actually um, about because I, everyone loves. I know Star Wars ships and go the pew pew and stuff like that. I'm, I'm down for it because uh, it's probably. I hope it's mostly Kenobi gonna be movie? away from all of the other, you know, stuff that that Star Wars. Does. I, I hope know. it's good. I hope it's good. I'm, I'm thirsty for good Star Wars content because but... the last trilogy disappointed you so much. Well, not only the last trilogy. There was the the Han Solo movie. There was uh, Rogue One. How dare you! Like, if you don't Disney like Rogue One, not you're not made... a Star Wars fan. It had a lot of problems. It was it all had right. A lot of pro. It was all right. It's at generally best. considered it right. the best movie of the last four, because it didn't have any other ties to it. Because like... it's it's not about the last four. It's because it's tied to the first three. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Well. It it literally happens before the first. Three, yes, we know yep. this. But it I said had that. no other. <laughs> it had no other promises to fulfill. Right, that's what let it have more for creative. That's freedom. why Rogue Squadron could be pretty good. I'm telling you. Uh, because Rogue Squadron, maybe I'm my gonna... expectations are just colored. Because when you tell me Rogue Squadron, I want to play another good Rogue Squadron game. Then buy Squadrons. I want, you I, have a VR. You should have Squadrons. It's a good game. Maybe I should. It's a, I think it was It was just does, on sale. I don't know if it's still on sale, but it is. Does it have a, a game mode that's just like 100 waves of enemies fighting TIE fighters over the Death Star? No, it's you fighting people, because, and then there's fleet battles, and anyway, it, there's like dog fights and stuff like that. It's good stuff. There's also missions. There's I, I imagine missions. it is. I, I'm sure that it's very good. It's actually picked up, like when it was fr- when it first came out, it wasn't as good because it was buggy and people were sort of like apprehensive. And then people like started supporting it, and now the developers are supporting it. It was actually released as a one-off, and they were initially like, "Don't expect DLC. 
don't expect anything. And now we're getting new ships. So nice. that's always great as a fan. I, I think my favorite ship was uh, in Rogue Leader. You could use a cheat code to turn one of the A-Wings in your hangar into uh, yes, a Yes, I remember that. A 1950-something mm-hmm. Buick. And it had cluster bombs, and it was amazing. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend it. And I'm hoping for a good Rogue Squadron movie. I uh, Kenobi the movie? The Kenobi movie is coming out as well. Hayden Christensen is I Vader hope that's again, good. which is kind of interesting, but I don't know how to feel about it, actually. I know some fans that are. Super, I have nothing against Hayden. Yeah, I have some fans that are super into like the like Kenobi as a character, so I'm sure they're happy. Kenobi's great. I don't have much else to think about it. I guess. Here's the thing: Han Solo has been a fan favorite since 1977, and they butchered his true. movie. Hmm. Very true. So. There's gonna be a CGI Lion Hopefully. King prequel. What? Why? I don't know. Who asked for did, this? Did people really like the CGI Lion King? I don't movie think so. One? The general idea. Why do we need the a biggest problem was that it was shot for shot, and again, we've talked about it before. But the fact that CGI doesn't lend itself to exaggeration, so therefore, when you have animated like, characters, literally very animated characters, such as Timon and P- Pumbaa, they they don't come across very well. Can, can I ask you guys a silly question? Uh, how old does Snow White look? I don't mean the character. I mean the movie. Uh, it looks like... It, does it look like a movie that came out in the 1930s? No, it looks like a movie that uh, came out maybe in like the late 80s. Wait, Snow White? Are we the original talking about... Snow White, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. It came out in 1937. Yeah. It's, mo- it's like 80 yep. years old. It's classic as... F, dude. It doesn't look 80 years old. It's been retouched uh, of, you know, now and again, but yeah. The Little Mermaid came out in 1989. Yep. It is just a year younger than uh-huh. I am. <laughs> it doesn't look like a 31-year-old movie. But Fair. The Lion King came out in the mid-90s. Why the fuck did it get remade before Little Mermaid? I don't know. It doesn't... I don't know. Look, again, they... It, a lot of this has nothing to do with necessarily the remake so much as like we need to make new content, but we don't want to commit to a series. Let's just make a movie. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're taking making their masterpieces these... and making them worse. What are you saying, Nance? Yeah, can't. I mean, look at all these TV series they announced. Like they announced a Moana TV series. Like okay, yeah. Tiana. Um, you know Tiana. what? Tiana Plus. Yeah. Tiana is from uh, uh, Princess and the Frog, which is actually. One of my favorite Disney movies in the last, like, 10 years. It's way up there. Like, these TV series, like Baymax from Big Hero 6, uh, Zootopia, Tiana, Moana, they all seem to lend themselves really good to, like, TV cartoons for kids. Like, I guess I, so. I'm all for that. Do it. I'm not going to watch them. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Do it. It sounds like it's yeah. probably good. Actually, I had so many problems, like, from the storytelling perspective of Moana that would actually work in a TV series that uh, absolutely they should do that. The The Buzz Lightyear movie is going to be weird. It's yes. an origin movie though. Like, yes, it's it's it, so Chris Evans is going to be Buzz Lightyear. Let me hold on a sec. I'm what? sending you guys an, a small what? article. The art looks weird. Wait, what? Chris Evans, Chris is Evans, Buzz Lightyear? I know actually, what I'm, I'm interested now It's weird. But look at the art. The art is okay, weird. Okay, like there was a 
back when I was like in early high school, there was a Buzz Lightyear of Star Command cartoon on TV, and that shit was the only thing worth watching on TV when I got home right. from school. So I am all for, the, for, for this, the record. Kind of, for the record, kind of. the premise is that uh, this is not Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. Yes. So it's it's. That's, it's that's like it's like too deep. It, the Buzz it's like if Buzz Al- if you found out that Buzz Aldrin or like yeah uh, uh, Neil Armstrong Buzz Aldrin is got, real? Like, got like a toy and then is Neil Armstrong real? The, is the moon real? Uh, exactly. No. Checkmate atheists. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I can see where they're going with it. I don't. I think it's going too deep into a and in, into the universe that Toy Story is. You know, I'm. Well, no, because the Buzz Lightyear cartoon literally did that. I'm just Except wondering. In the Buzz Lightyear cartoon. It was Buzz Lightyear being like the the teacher of a oh, bunch I've never, of. I've, uh, I've never Space heard of Force this. Cadets. This is the first I've ever heard that there was a there's a series. I have not heard of that. Yeah. yeah. But like, I'm just wondering if you know, Toy Story one through three wasn't enough. They got to do a prequel. Prequel. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, there yeah, was I I, we we I, did, we, are, we did not touch on sold. all the uh, Disney stuff. There was just too much. A lot of it was, I would say, generally sort of like you can look forward to it, but it's also sort of irrelevant. Just like there's irrelevant categories at the Video Game Awards. Mm. You know how it is. Uh, but I'm I, I'm. We have our favorites that we gravitate exactly. towards. I'm hoping that people found uh, they they gave people what they were looking for. I guess at the end, and hopefully they deliver well. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not always. I'm not always hopeful, especially for like the Kenobi movie. So Jay, have you played any buggy games before? Never. Never. Ever. Never. Ever played games. Of all the games you've all played, all the games I play are uh, at least ninety-eight on Metacritic. At least. Nice. That's my. Uh, that doesn't mean they're not buggy. Especially Cyberpunk twenty-seven. <laughs> uh Actually, can I speak really quickly to that about um, the Metacritic score? Yes. So re- I think they're sitting at a 90 right now, which, by the way, if people don't know about Metacritic scores, that's an amazing score for pretty much anyone, like, across the board. I don't care what genre, what, whatever you make. 90 is a really, really good score. At CD Projekt Red, recently there was an article, and I say recently, like, the game hasn't only been out for three days, <laughs> um, where the execs at CD Projekt Red were like, Due to the buggy release, we will be uh, paying out bonuses to all of our developers regardless of the Metacritic score, which is something that happens in the game dev field. It's not a CD Projekt unique uh, thing that happens. That implies that they think that 90... I'm assuming their, their score is probably 94 is where they're trying to hit. And they're thinking that 90 is a low score for their game. Which is insane. Of agree. Yeah. Uh, I have played. I know Angelo's played a little bit. Nancy hasn't played, and we are going to try to remain fairly spoiler free. We're not going to touch on this for too long. I'm not going to talk about. The yeah, story we're not going to talk about the story, but it, it like it is buggy. I have I have like on PC, it's a lot better than I think the PS4 and Xbox One releases, right? Like the the, the 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 previous generation console stuff. That's where they're seeing a majority of the bugs. I got another patch earlier today. Oh, really? Yeah, that fixed oh, a few nice. things. I, by the way, I have the GOG version. I don't know what you have. Uh, 
I've even, I'm using. And Steam Nancy, version. you said you have a copy, right? I I was gifted a copy on stream, and wow. it was a Steam gift. I don't know if that'll change anything. Uh, I just wanted to like. I kind of like the GOG distribution platform, but we don't have to talk about that. It's just so. I like it. I've only run into one game breaking bug, if you could call it that. I it wasn't exactly game breaking, but it was immersion breaking and extremely frustrating. How long were you stuck Uh, with this? So I was stuck with it for about fifteen twenty minutes. Oh. That's quite a while. It was on stream, Mm -hmm. so it was fifteen twenty minutes where I was just running around like a chicken with my head cut off, not knowing right. what to do. Oh. And boring my stream audience. Oh, for a second so, there, I thought you meant that, you know, you were literally running around like a chicken without its head visually. Oh, I wish that's what it was. At least that would be fun. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so what happened was I was talking to this guy to advance a, a one of the main story yeah. quests. And uh, I talked to him. I exhausted all the, uh, the dialogue options. And the main story quest was like, yeah talk to this guy and i'm like i already did There's i nothing said else talk I to him do. i can talk I to him said, again and i can go with this canned response that he's already told me to five him. times now and so like i was just running around and it's a very complicated game so there's a lot That's that true. you could do but i was like what am i supposed to do because this this one guy talking to him is the only option the game is giving me and so I eventually run around. I try to find a, something. I eventually make my way on top of a building because you can climb. Like, it's there's a lot of open world. It's really cool. And, and I was like, you know what? I wonder how much fall damage there is. So I jump off this, like, three-story building and kill myself because, of course, there's fall mm-hmm. damage. Of course. And then the quest line actually updates so I can talk to the next person to progress the story. Hmm. That's what so, you were supposed to do all along, obviously. God, it's not that I was. It's not that the game was fundamentally broken there, but I was having a really good time up until that moment, and that I'm not gonna lie, that completely not, just frustrated yeah, me, yeah. and has since colored my expectations. Of yeah, the game. like I've had other bugs, like things popping in and out, and I'm just like, haha, that that car just disappeared because I left my car parked in the front of the mm-hmm. middle of the road for five minutes now, and they couldn't do anything. That's I, funny. Uh, but but not being able to play the game because the game is broken. That this isn't sucked. this isn't spoilery. Uh, this happens at the very beginning. I, I I'm just curious to know. So, Nancy, uh, uh, at the beginning when you create your character, again, this is not spoilery. Yes. But at, at the character creation, no. you get to choose a background story essentially for your for your Uh character i'm curious okay as to which one you chose angelo oh i went went nomad Nomad. okay bayfar went uh bayfar went with uh uh, street rat which is the middle option i believe i took corpo i you did i was i was stuck between uh corpo and nomad i the reason why i took corpo was just because like in like like you can kind of tell like nomad sort of like you are you're 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 like a low life like you're you've you've started with absolutely nothing the middle is sort of like you know sort of whatever. i'm a cowboy yeah the street baby. rat i think like you sort of have notoriety at least and then corpo you're not like super rich or whatever but you just start w- from something um and i was just like st- sitting there i was just like it's just so uh what do you call it cliche to start from nothing and become something i was like i'll start from something and hopefully become more of something um oh were you disappointed in the character creator no 
I liked it. I don't. I don't. I didn't want. I didn't want. Like, I. I. I don't know. Like, I. If you give me too much in a character creator, I just sit there for hours, and I don't. I don't really want. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people love doing that. They love spending hours in the character creator. I sort of love doing that, but I want to play the game. It's true, dude. And you can't like you don't name yes. your own character and stuff anyways. But a complicated character creator doesn't stop but you, don't, you from you doing don't, that. You don't name your own character and stuff anyway. So it's like, what's the difference? Here's, here's my problem, okay? So this is a game where fam- famously, ahead of time, they were like, our character creator lets you choose even your dick size. Yes. yes. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to that part of the character creator, I betcha. And here's the thing, like, <laughs> good to know. If you say that, there's one thing that, that that makes you think, and this goes back kind of to my argument about No Man's Sky. They didn't say that it was an in-depth character creator, but they said a character creator where you could literally choose the size of your dick. And uh, look, you just me, because you want to literally implies... have a third leg does not. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about that. I thought it would be at least as good as Skyrim's character creator, or at least as good as the Dark Souls character creator. Like, I thought it would be something where, like, you could choose your height, your your character build. Right. I thought it would be very in-depth. Instead, you basically get to choose how your character's face looks, and then you get to choose between a small dick or a big dick. Or no dick. Uh, or not, no not dick. Even a slider, vagina, not even a yes. slider. It's just, it's just, uh, small dick model or big dick sure. model. Uh, okay. But at the end of the day, like I mean, they're like, not trying to let you have some mutilated piece of, like meat. You're, like, here's well, the thing. Here's the thing. You want to, if you want to, you know what? Matter. Here's the thing. Name me another game where you can adjust your genitals in the first place. Because they've already beaten uh, Skyrim with mods. That doesn't count. All right, but with Skyrim, any I can game at with mods have here's more the thing. fun and here's the thing. more. Cyberpunk is DRM free. They're gonna yes, is it? so it's gonna yes. have mods anyways. Wow, it performs that horribly without fucking Denuvo. Denuvo is. Do you know? Do you even know what Denuvo does? <laughs> if you're gonna say that, yes, it tanks your frame rate. <laughs> it doesn't. They only had, they had Denuvo for it for the pre-release for anyone who was gonna do reviews, which is. Oh, did they actually have Denuvo on it at all? I honestly haven't looked. Any the, uh, okay, this is the second the, time in the in today's podcast that. Anyway, here's the thing: I don't give a damn about DRM. Cool. Uh, but here I was just I was kind of like psyched up. I was like, wow, their their character creator is going to be that in depth that 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 they thought it was. Here's that the thing: that they could even, it won't like, matter. Sure it your dick size. You're gonna have mods. It doesn't. You're matter. gonna have mods anyways. I hope it does have mods later. We're gonna on that have line. mods. Uh, part of me feels like just keeping the game in the back burner, just in my library, whatever, and playing it once it's fully patched. Once I can what's play with fully mods. patched, it's gonna be like they have. They, you know, they're trying to play plan for multiplayer as a as a. Wait, are they really? How much do you not know about this game? <laughs> I basically went in blind. All right. I like to play my games blind. I've so talked I about totally... this too, but there is a difference between like absolute blindness and the, at least knowing something about the product that you're buying. It's like saying, I know about the concept of a car, so I'll buy a car, but I don't really know what it does. 
<laughs> there's a difference between buying it for what it promises you right now. As far as I'm aware, I bought the game because it promised a compelling story in a sci-fi landscape very similar to Deus Ex. Those are the kind of vibes it was giving me. I don't and to it's... be fair, it has 100% delivered on what I've expected and sure. even more. It's complicated. Except there's, there's small some gripes. There's bugs because it's a new yeah. game. And of but course I, just bugs. getting back to that. And the character creator getting is Getting back to that idea, though. Is that like the character creator is just so putting, boring that I almost they're wish it putting wasn't there. multiplayer as a patch release maybe for 2022 or 2023 like it's gonna be down the line, but anyone who's looking here like okay, my, my so if I just play the, yeah, the my main only, game my my argument be... here Angelo is that anyone who is expecting like a fully well patched very very like almost perfect quote unquote style of game before four years is going to be seriously uh mistaken it like because triple a games don't develop like that anymore for one thing it's this is not a cd Re- project red problem this is the witcher 3 that came out uh like was like six years ago is not the witcher 3 that you get now the gta 5 that you got seven years ago is not the gta 5 that you get now the like like it is that's just how game dev is and that's how patches come in. Fixes how does come the character in. creator in GTA Five? Uh, first of all, GTA Five is definitely a game that you think you could, uh, you should be able to adjust your genitals in. And I'm sure GTA Six will probably have that now that Cyberpunk's broken that. The character creation is uh, pretty mediocre. There, but there's no reason for it to be like there. It's set in present day. There's nothing particularly special about it. Um, the weirdest, interesting thing about that character creator. Is that you get to choose your heritage, and I don't mean your skin color. I mean literally, you can choose your mom and your dad, uh, sort of as a reference point. Like they don't really do anything for you in story. It's like a, this is I'm talking about the online character creator. So you choose a male and a female, and then you can sort of choose whether your uh, attributes are more of from your father's side or your or your mother's side, and that will sort of change how you look um, intrinsically. And then you still have like. Your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your jawline alterations. So it's yeah. interesting. I don't know if it's really in depth specifically, but like that's okay. that's definitely the most unique part. Nancy, I hope mm-hmm. yeah. you know that's fair. Nancy, I hope you will have a good time, even though it's like people have gripes with it. Ninety is not a low Metacritic score. Uh, I'm having pretty like a pretty good time with it. I think Angelo said he's had a good time with it. I think most people are having a good time with it. It's just the bugs. And it's like, I don't know what you would expect. Like, they kept on pushing it back. They kept on pushing it back. And you, people demanded it be released. So they released it. And this is what you get. You get what you deserve. <laughs> you wow. freaking fricks. You're actions have consequences. I don't know. if cyber. Honestly, I was in the boat where if they told me that they weren't going to release until like March of next year, I'd be like, that's cool. Like, at the end of the day, I'm not yeah. like it's like we run we run a con we 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 I, work I on projects really waiting and for stuff. It. If I tell you it's not ready, it's because I know it's not ready. I don't care how much you demand mm-hmm. on it, and I get that they have way more pressure than I would on ever to on work on a project. But anyway, I'm just saying, it's still fun. Honestly, my only real complaint is that one bug about the the story right. progression. That is the only thing that really has taken me out of the game so far. The character creator, while a little bit disappointing, it was really no big deal. Because once it was like, yeah, 
it's not that big of a deal. It's just okay. Choose these don't options. I'm fine. Don't forget. And uh, time to start don't playing. Don't forget the game. that you're you're playing in first person. It matters even less, or even yeah, yeah. Like it, it yeah. just you don't see your character very much. So you, as much as you like, you have fun of like, oh, I'm designing my character. It's like if you don't see them in third person. I, I I tend not to think about it at all. Maybe that's just me. That's fair. Anyway, this episode has gone way longer than I wanted it to, but that's how it happens. Blech. Beefy topics across the board. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for yes. sharing, even though I, I have feelings across many things. This episode. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I think we're going to... This is not the last episode of the year. We're going to do one more episode that we'll one release more. on the 23rd. So keep an eye out for that. And after that, we're going to take a little Christmas break slash holiday break for ourselves. And we'll be back in the new year. Sounds good. Goodbye, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.